Hey there, I am so excited to get into today's episode all about budgeting. We are going to talk everything that has to do with your numbers of your business, from your budget, to your revenue, to your expenses, to what you need to be expecting, and why it's so important to have a budget. In the beginning stages of my business, I did not stick to a budget. I didn't even really have a budget. I just spent and received and hoped it would all work out which is how a lot of people who start their rental businesses start because there's not any resources or any help out there unless you've been in a business before and you're carrying in some of those expertise from before. And so over the years, being in business for the last 11 years, I've learned the ways to have a budget and to stick to it. And so I'm gonna encourage you today in today's episode all about budgeting for rental companies. Hey there, you're listening to The Render Podcast, a podcast for creatives. I'm Cam, a visionary leader who has failed and thrived through small business leadership. After being in the events industry since 2010 and working with brands such as Nike, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Create and Cultivate, I became wildly passionate about education for small businesses. I teach others how to work with their dream clients through mistakes I've made along the way. I hope you leave here refreshed, engaged, and ready to take on your company, making the next right decision. All right, welcome into today's episode all about budgeting. Like we said, we're going to talk all about budgeting and numbers and how to get into a groove when it comes to what you're receiving, what you're spending, and everything that has to do with your budget for your rental company. You know, as a rental company, it's hard to think about the numbers because we're in such a creative realm and we love the creative things like plants and furniture and tableware and linens and all the things that you guys have as a rental company. It's more of a creative business and it's less of a business that you get into because you love numbers and because you love data and you love all those things. Most of us start this business because of the love of creativity. And so when we go into that, a lot of us don't start with a budget. I know I certainly didn't. When I started my company in 2010, I did not have a budget. I didn't have a sense of what I'm doing in business. I just started the business because I loved it. Now being in business for a long time, I have those things and I have stats sheets and I have sales meeting things and I have all the things that I need for my business. There's too many to even count. We actually sell a lot of those templates for you to implement into your business. We don't actually sell our budgeting sheet as a freebie or a, a, a something to buy. However, if you buy Rental Biz Academy, that is included in the entire course. In fact, if you're listening to this, when it comes out or within the time that it comes out, we're actually launching Rental Business Academy again and are excited and so thrilled to invite so many more students into our community. This podcast is for you. It's for people who are in the rental community. There's not a lot of resources out there when it comes to how to do this thing of rental businesses and we want to be a resource and someone that really shows you the way on how to do it. We're by no means the perfect rental company. There are certain things that we struggle with and that we have problems with as well because we're human and we are running a business. And so there are things that happen that obviously we don't show, but we overcome and we create systems to show you how to overcome those things. Inside Rental Biz Academy, which is going to be out there very soon if it's not already, depending on when you're listening to this episode, there is a ton of information and 19 lessons of how we've taken what we've failed in in the past and can now teach you. 
And within that is an entire budgeting section. I show you step-by-step step how to do a budget. I give you our template for the budget. And while we may have created the course a couple of years ago, we still use that exact same template to this day because it's so, so good. And um, I'm going to teach you from it. I can't show you any examples from it because it is proprietary to Rental Biz Academy, but you do get it if you buy it. So we're going to put a link in the show notes for you to check out and be a part of our Rental Biz Academy community. With it, by the way, also comes a free Facebook group that is only Rental Biz Academy students. And within that, there's over 400 students from literally all around the world. There is 17 different countries represented through Rental Biz Academy. And so you get the perspective of not only people within your state, but not even within your country, but in 17 different countries, which is incredible to see the perspective of other people and how they think about things and go about things in their areas. So without further ado, let's get into the budgeting section of today's episode. It is incredibly important to know your numbers. I'm going to say it again for the people in the back who may not have heard that. It is important for you to know your numbers because if you don't know your numbers, you cannot possibly make good educated decisions when it comes to your business. What do I mean by that? I mean the inventory that you buy. If you don't know your overhead expense every month, if you don't know the sales and the revenue that you're bringing into your business, there is no way you can budget to spend on new inventory. And that's the thing that drives our businesses is new inventory and pieces that can go out and rent. But if you don't have the numbers to back it up, you're shooting an arrow that's going nowhere. There's no target to hit. There's no numbers to, to keep track of. And if you have nowhere you're going and you have nowhere that is your landing place and your baseline, you're going to go nowhere. You're going to have bad decisions because you don't have the information to back it up. And so we have to take ourselves out of that creativity bubble that we typically live in when it comes to our rental companies. And we have to place ourselves into a bubble that has to do with data and it has to do with numbers and it has to do with the business that you are running. We are running businesses to make profit and to pay ourselves and to pay our employees and to pay for beautiful things and to make an impact in the events industry. But we can't do that if we don't track our numbers. So I need you to track your numbers, even if it's on a freaking pieces of scratch paper. I don't care. Just put your numbers somewhere or create a spreadsheet from yourself. If you can't afford Rental Biz Academy right now, no big deal. You can still do a budget and you can still listen to every episode of the Render Podcast and be able to make some really good informed decisions. I think if you pair the podcast with Rental Biz Academy, it's going to even set you up for even more success. But I want to put out as much information for free here on the podcast because I care about this industry and I care about you and I want you to make the best decisions for your rental company. So that's why this podcast exists. So let's get back to budget. You can do this on a piece of scratch paper. You can do this in a spreadsheet, on a Word document, in Asana, which is a task management company. It's kind of like a, a glorified spreadsheet, <laughs> if you will. doesn't matter where you put it, but you need to know your numbers. What numbers do you need to know? There's a lot of numbers when it comes to being a rental business and having a rental business. And so some of the numbers that I'm gonna walk you through today is I'm literally looking at my business expenses, revenue, totals, 
all of those things as I'm teaching this to you. And so while I can't show you it, you can listen and take some notes on these things. So let's separate this into business expenses and revenue. Those are the two big things that you're going to need to track for your budget. It's best to do this before the year starts. However, this episode is coming out in February. And so if you have not started your budget for the year, if you have not started this, I'd rather you start now than never. And I'd rather you start now than waiting until next year. So just go back and fill in January or fill in whatever month that you are listening to this in, fill it in and until you hit now. So we're going to separate this. We're going to talk about expenses first, then we're going to talk about revenue, and then we're going to talk about how do we marry those two numbers and get you to your what's called net profit and your margins and your gross profits and all of that. I'm going to tell you more about that in a little bit. Let's focus on expenses first. So you're going to want to categorize these out in these sections that, that makes most sense. And what I mean by that is you should have some general expenses that come with your business, right? You have some banking fees, you have bookkeeping, you have maybe an accountant, maybe you have a CPA, maybe you have some certain things that just are business expenses. <laughs> They're just general administrative expenses. Then you have things that run your business, such as softwares in operations. What are the things that you pay for and expense in your business that you have to have to run your business? The number one thing that you have to have and I'm saying you have to have this. I'm not saying it's an option. I think you have to have an inventory management system. We use Good Shuffle Pro. If you've listened to the podcast at any point in time, you know we love Good Shuffle Pro. And so that is a great one to put on your expenses. I highly recommend it for many, many, many reasons. And we're going to put a link in our show notes for you to go check out why we love the software and some screenshots of how we use the software and what it does for us. But the biggest thing is that it saves us so much time on perhaps double booking clients. It saves us a ton of time when it comes to showing our inventory on the website and putting it into quotes. Those are married together. It's the same information on both. And so many reasons. Go check out the link in our show notes about Good Shovel Pro. It's worth it. But that would go under the expense category of softwares. Hey friends, want to know the number one thing event professionals should invest in to take their business to the next level? Easy to use cloud-based rental software. That, my friends, is Good Shuffle Pro. Grow your event design and decor company when you partner with software built exclusively for your industry. Get paid quickly with electronic contracts and digital payments, keep track of your inventory, and give your clients an easy breezy experience. Head to rendereducate.co backslash goodshuffle or the link in our show notes for a free 30-day trial of Good Shuffle Pro. You also likely have some email softwares that you use to communicate. You might have a phone system. You might have um, a clock in, clock out system. You might have a task management system. There's a ton of ways that you have to run your business, and that is the category of softwares. The next one is marketing and advertising. And so there are likely things that you do. You might not in the beginning, but there's likely things that you have to do as a business to market yourself and to get you out there. These could be social planning softwares like Planoly. We also have a link in our show notes for Planoly. It's one of the best 
there's a ton of different ways to plan out your social media, but Planoly is one of the best ones to automatically do it. Plan it ahead. That's why it's called Planoly. You might have some brand marketing material you have to buy, like business cards and lookbooks if you do those, or postcards or note cards or anything like that. You might do some lookbook shoots or some styled shoots. Well, there's expenses that go into that. There's the mileage. There's perhaps more inventory that you have to buy for that. And so if you can plan that out for the year and what you're going to be spending hard cost, not necessarily the retail cost, but hard cost to do those styled shoots. You need to line item those as well. And then you might gift some people. There's multiple different things that you can do marketing wise. And if you pay for them, you need to budget for those. You need to have some expectation when it comes to that. If you have a business, you know, I definitely recommend you to have a website. I firmly believe that if you have a business, you need a website. You cannot just rely on social media to run your business and to show your business. If you were around about four years ago, three or four years ago, there was a shutdown to Instagram. I think back in August or September in 2021, there was a shutdown to Instagram on a Monday. And I only remember that because we were launching a product on that Monday and we were like, ah, Instagram's down. We can't even post about it. So that being said, it's really hard to run your business on Instagram Facebook, TikTok, anywhere on social media, because you can't, it's hard for someone to ask you about pieces if you don't have like links to show them. Also, when you have a website, you have SEO that goes into your website. When you have copy on your website and you have text on there, when you do blog posts, that helps you be recognized from Google. So all that to say, I have a few students, and if you're listening to this, you know who you are. But I have a few students in Rental Biz Academy that just don't have a website because they've always done it on social media and it's worked for them. And if it works for you, it works for you. But I'm going to continue to encourage you nicely to go get a website. But there is expenses with a website. It's not free. We also, I mean, there's on the expenses side for your website, you've got your domain hosting, your site servers, your site hosting, anything like that. And so we do ours through GoDaddy. That's where we have our domains. And then we use ShowIt and WordPress for our websites. It's one of our favorites because it's so customizable. And in a business like this, you want to be custom. You also have a location where you store all of your rental items. You might have storage units. You might have a warehouse. You might be storing it in your garage. Lots of different ways to store your items, but it likely costs you some sort of money to store that. And so you should be budgeting for that on expenses. If you have a warehouse, you're likely also going to have some water, gas, electric, trash costs, utilities. You might have internet if you work from your warehouse, pest control, lots of different ways that you also have to pay for your building in addition to your rent or your mortgage on your building. One thing to note, if you are still storing your items in your house or in your garage, I was there. I did it for a long time. I stored my stuff in my garage and then I moved to storage units and then to a warehouse, then to more storage units because my warehouse was too small. And then I had two warehouses and then now I'm here. But if you have your items in your garage or in your home, you can, on your taxes every year, you can designate how much space in your primary home you are using for business and write that off of your taxes because it's costing you space, maybe not money per se, but the square footage that you're using for your, your warehouse or your storage for your items can be written off of your taxes. So we're around tax season. If you don't know that, now you do. Ask your tax accountant about that. Um, moving on in expenses, you also have automobile expenses. And so this looks like 
Um, renting, owning, or leasing a truck to move your stuff. Again, if you are using your personal vehicle for moving things, I did that in the beginning. I used my, I used to have, quick story, used to have a blue pickup truck as an F-150. It was super old, guys. It was like a 2003. I had this business in 2010. It was an older truck. There was literally scratch marks all over it when I bought it because it was cheap. I literally bought it for $10,000. And I was a single mom when I started my business. And my truck literally was one of those half doors, you know, in the back, it was like a half cab. And so picture this, I'm running a business, I have inventory in my back, in my pickup truck, and I literally take the half door to get my son in and out of the car. And if I had to take a stroller with me, that was even more fun because I couldn't put it in the back because I had my inventory back there. But I had to put my stroller out of the car, put my son in, put the stroller back in the car. Oh my gosh, it was a it was a mess. <laughs> it was a mess. I'm so glad I don't have that truck anymore. I sold it. If you are using your personal vehicle to do your business, perfectly well and fine. I did too. But if you are, you can write that off of your taxes as well based on the mileage that you put on your truck. And if you use the truck more than 50% of the time for business, then you can write that off. So you are going to have an automobile area of your budget because you have to transport those things somehow. In addition to just the truck lease, rent, or buying of a truck, you also have your fuel, you have maintenance, inspections, and registration of the trucks, tolls if you live in an area where you have tolls. Thank you, DFW. We've got lots of them. Taxes, insurance, all those things. And then you have an area that funds your business. So you have inventory costs. That is the way that you make revenue. And so there's expenses that come with that. So you have inventory costs. You might have to budget where you're going to spend money based on the rest of the year and how you're doing. Inventory repairs, supplies for your office or your warehouse. Networking fees. If you go and network, that could go under marketing or it could just go under miscellaneous. There's lots of things that you have to pay for. So those are some of the main expenses. Then you have payroll. Payroll, payroll, payroll. If you have more than just yourself, if you're not paying yourself yet, you will have payroll in the future. But the people that you have, you know, moving your stuff and working for you, you have to pay them. And so you should be tracking expense-wise how much you're paying in payroll. So that's the expense side. There's a ton of expenses that you have to account for. And what you want to do is separate this into months, quarters, and year. And why are you doing this? Because you want to track every month how much you're spending. You want to check by the quarter, and then you want to track for the entire year. The main reason you're doing that is because, one, you're going to have to pay taxes either quarterly or monthly, depending on how much you're making. Us as a business, we pay our taxes um, on a monthly basis after the 20th of every month. But you want to look at your quarters so that you can help understand where you're at as a business and come back to your budget often. I come back to our budget at least once a week, if not multiple times a week. And then once a month, I'll go in and rectify everything from the previous month to make sure that all of my numbers are accurate. So I have some projections on what I think we're going to do as far as expense wise goes. And then I have my actuals of what I'm actually spending so I can compare the two on if we're on track. Then you have your revenue. 
your revenue is going to be based on what you do. And you can separate this out multiple different ways. If you have a tax accountant, they may want you to separate this out further. But for us, we've separated this out a couple different ways in the past. The first is we've separated it out by what type of event it is. So we will have wedding rentals, corporate rentals, social rentals as three categories for revenue. Um, and we do this within QuickBooks. And so we can categorize where that's going. You can also just do inventory. This is what I'm making on inventory. And then you can separate it out by your fees. So your damage waiver, you can separate it out by your installation fees, by your late night fees. You can do it all that way. Or you can just say, this is how much I'm doing in revenue in bulk. Usually your revenue side is going to be less fields than your expense side. And so anything that you make, if you also have a floral company or you also have a venue, or if you also have another business that you're retaining revenue from, it is important to show the difference in revenue between those two or between the three or four different ways that you do business to understand which business or which business model is performing better than the others. If you have a subrent, so I have an office here in the past, we don't right now, but in the past, I have subrented offices out of my office to other people to make revenue. Um, I don't do that right now. I do rent out my parking lot to some other people as well, but that's another form of revenue to your business. And then if you have anything else, like for us, we have revenue through our online course, Rent to Biz Academy, and um, a couple different areas with coaching and such. But all that to say, you should have expenses itemized out and revenue. Revenue, you also want to project what you think you're going to make for the months and quarters and year so that you understand where you're headed in 2022, I guess now that we're in. I almost said 2021 there. So Go through your expenses, go through your revenues. And then I like to break it out a little bit further. I like to also understand what is my upcoming revenue. So here's what I'm projecting. And here's my booked business already to understand, especially if you charge a 50% deposit and a 50% balance, when am I going to see those hit my account? So if I book a $10,000 client in January, but they pay $5,000 now, I'm not going to get the $5,000 until their event date, maybe in May. And so I want to know in May, I can project that I'm for sure going to get this much in May because all of us businesses in the rental realm, we're all cash-based businesses. And so we need to have a projection on what cash we know we're going to have in the bank at a certain time. You also might want to schedule out some of those monthly charge payments. For example, Good Shuffle Pro. You know that you have to pay X on this date every single month. And so you want to have a schedule of knowing when those are happening because that's also going to help you make decisions when it comes to purchasing extra things for your warehouse. In real time, I'll tell you an example of why this is important. This morning, John on my team, who's my warehouse manager, he came into my office and said, hey, Cam, we need to buy some additional upright racking and cross beams for our warehouse. We're running out of space to store things and we need some extra racking. And so I asked him, hey, how much is that going to cost? He told me how much it was going to cost. So I went to my budget sheet and I got to see if today is the whatever day. Today is specifically the 27th of January when I'm recording this. And so if I know on the 28th and 29th, I have certain things coming into my account, whether it's software or rent or anything else, then I know I can tell him, hey, you can buy 
half of the racks that you need today and then the other half of racks why don't you do that in two weeks after we pay our rent and after we pay our expenses for the month and so understanding when you're having to pay certain expenses is also a really good thing to be conscious of and to budget for because you are going to have things that come up. He also needs trash bags. While trash bags are only 25 bucks for a big box of them, I also have a big expense coming out tomorrow of one of our softwares. And so just understanding what the timing of those are happening is really important. Another thing you want to track, in addition to just your general business expenses that are givens, like your rent and your trucks and fuel and things like that, is when you need additional things throughout the year. And so we might budget for $5,000 this month to pay for new inventory. Well, there's certain times that things are going to come back damaged or we might have to get extra because a client wants more. And so being able to track the additional expenses that your team is requesting from you is really important because you just need to know those numbers, right? So all that together, it's good to create some sort of a spreadsheet. Even if you don't like spreadsheets, it's good to have a spreadsheet to show all of your expenses, all of your revenue, what you can project, all these things into one sheet to where you can see it from a bird's eye view, to know what your net profit margin is going to be, to know what your gross revenue is, what your net loss or profits are. If you don't have these things, you can't make informed decisions. And so I want you to be on the same page. I want you to have a good look about your expenses and your revenue and your schedule of payments and all of that because it's only going to help your business. Again, like I said, Rental Biz Academy has its exact spreadsheet that I just taught you from. And right now we are opening up sales to Rental Biz Academy. We want to invite you in to be with other students and to learn from other students, to learn from us and to get continued support from my team in more than just a podcast level. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode, friends. And if you need anything ever, please reach out to us on direct messages on Instagram at therender.co. And we'll see you next week at The Render Podcast. Thanks, friends. Bye.